Welcome to Keepers. We're a married couple who went to France for the 2019 World Cup, fell in love with women's soccer, so naturally when the pandemic hit, we started a fantasy league for the NWSL. This is our podcast. I'm Holly Wild, with an E. Hit me up at Wild Holly on social. And I'm Jared Gilkerson. Find me at Jared underscore radio and follow us at Keepers Podcast. Well, it had to happen some week. <laughs> Congratulations to wah, wah. Uh, Jason in our league of record who finally knocked off the big dog, Jared. Congratulations also to Holly. Yeah, good win. Second win in a row. You know, that's... Posting some solid scores this week. It's a good way to go into the international break with two wins in a row. Still, you'd rather be three and it one, is. like some people, but not. A, uh, welcome to Keepers Podcast. <laughs> I'm Jared Gilkerson. Here we go. There, there might have been a comeback for that if it was an evening show, but but we're doing another morning show, so you know, just barely. Yeah, barely. Show. But I'm I'm slow in the uptake until you know after five p.m. So yeah, yeah. I'm Jared Gilkerson alongside Holly Wild. Right. We're, we're doing a show, episode ten. <laughs> I feel like when can you start celebrating episodes? Like, yeah, Never. episode 100. Yeah, like episode 100. 50? No. 50? Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to make it? I don't know. Should we introduce ourselves one more time on this podcast? Yeah, I'm Jared. I'm Holly. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, week uh, four for Fantasy NWSL is in the books. That's right. And uh, before we get into some news items and whatnot, uh, how about uh, a look back at our bold predictions from last week, Holly? Yep. Well, I'm getting better with my uh, roster, but uh, not so much my prediction, apparently. What did you have last week? Crystal Dunn will score 20 points. That's That was bold. It so was bold. It was bold and it was a prediction, so it's correct for the segment. <laughs> Here's what I didn't think about, which uh, I know. She scored 10 points. It's a solid showing, but not the. You got halfway there. Not what I was expecting out of her, but I did not think about the Thorns not having Sinclair and moving people around in their lineup. And so Crystal Dunn was not playing the position that she usually plays. Uh, I was thinking about her performing, you know, in uh, in an attacking mid position. She was actually up in in the nine, wasn't she? Wasn't she like playing? She's out front. Yeah, exactly. Well, she that's not bad front. then for your prediction. Uh, you know, these are the things you want to think about, though. However, the the changeup in the the lineup for the Thorns was great for you. Yeah, you know, changeup or no changeup, I just saw this one coming. You know, Lindsay Horan, uh, bold prediction was she would lead the league in fantasy scoring, and she did with a whopping 43 points, a reason why my fantasy team lost right. <laughs> to our league of record uh, foe, Jason. Scoring 43 points, half of his 86 this week. Right, because... Half. Let's see. Half. The rest of Jason's roster... Well, we don't have to go through it specifically. <laughs> True. Okay. Fair point. <laughs> no, I mean... But <laughs> no, you could say he did put up a few uh, put up a few donuts. Right. A few right. donuts for Jason, So, but yeah. uh, it didn't matter. Yeah, so you, you, get the, you get the moral victory, but you have to take the L. Yes. So we'll discuss a little later about uh, what to do going into this international window, because we've got this gap... Um, the only team that, as you said earlier with Sinclair, like the Canadians were the only ones that left early. So like, you know, 
Prince and Schmidt and Sinclair and, you know, a few others and Sheridan, like they all left early, which could have left holes in your team, which sucks, but um, at least it wasn't everybody. So the window will uh, be for the next week and then they'll be, are they going to miss two weeks? I'm looking at my schedule right now. So I think the way that it looks like, yeah, because then they're going to miss. Uh, no, I think the, the uh, U.S. players will be back because week five for fantasy is June 19th and June 20th. And the friendly the summer series is over by like the 15th. I think they should be back. So, yep. Wow, I was trying to Google this to, to support you here, and I Googled FIFA International window and came up with the men's. Super annoying. News time. <laughs> I know, that's a, that's a bummer. That's and then I clicked on the one for the women's, and it was just like, there is a window. <laughs> that's not wrong. No, no dates listed. It's not wrong. <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia. Yeah. Can someone get on that, please? Good job. All uh, right. So, yeah, news. Okay. Uh, two teams in California. Good for us. So uh, woo woo! it was going to be that with Sacramento, but now, pardon me, they've announced that um, Jill Ellis will be the president of this new San Diego NWSL team. Um, Ron Burkle will be the owner. And so the Sacramento plans are scrapped, and by 2022, it'll be San Diego and L.A. set to play at the same time. So uh, Jill Ellis quoted saying she wants to create an all-female executive and coaching staff believed to be first in pro sports history. So that's a big deal. Yeah, well, isn't that what the ACFC is doing as well? Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if they've said they're going to do that. But their staff, to my knowledge, is you know, largely female, right? And I'm just going to start the uh, LA San Diego rivalry early and say like, it's great to create an all female executive and coaching staff, huge props to Jill Ellis for this vision. However, it's even cooler when you have a majority female ownership. Yes. Like Angel City, just saying. Yeah. Um, we'll see what they, what they do. Maybe it's a race to who can get their whole staff signed first or something. So ACFC shouldn't, um, they should definitely be leading the pack in that. So uh, next bit of items that's that USL is launching a lower division women's soccer league in 2022. The league is expected to announce eight founding clubs as early as this week. Seven will come from existing ownership groups within the USL championship league one and league two. The eighth will be an independent club making its debut with the W league. Um, so this is cool. This is just more pro soccer for women and uh, almost like a minor leagues in a way, almost like a, if the NBA, there's the the G League right, or the D League. I don't know what it's called, but like, yeah. so it's just better because it's just more soccer and more places for people to develop. Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys aren't familiar with the USL, it's an American soccer league. It's sort of, it's like a D2 league. Um at this point, all men, so it sits under the MSL. However, they are starting a, a developmental women's league, as Jared said, which is awesome. Creating uh, 750 opportunities in the women's game, according to The Athletic, which is great. And, uh, you know, allows NCAA players to play and retain their eligibility as players will not be paid. That'll be an interesting wrinkle as we work through this equal pay thing, but it does make logical sense. So we'll see. Yeah. In, you know, your hometown, getting a team. That's right, Minnesota. That's cool. That's right. Yeah, that's fun. So uh, if you're in these cities that are getting teams, support the teams, support the clubs. Uh, and a non-soccer. And play. And play. Yeah, keep playing. 
Um, Simone Biles wins oh. her record seventh U.S. title. That's something you and I were watching this week. Made so it look so easy. She, you know, continued her elite run winning the seventh title that was on Sunday night. Uh, to put it in perspective, uh, Nastia Lukin and Sean Johnson only ever won two U.S. titles apiece. So she killed it. Um, you know, it's, it's, she's kind of an, She's like on an island by herself here, I guess, you know, historically in the sport. Right. I and mean, there's only two people in the entire world who's got more medals than she does. And she's probably going to surpass both of them this year because she's behind by three to be to be tied for first. I mean, it just I love watching people who are at the top of their craft in in any any game or or any I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Any sport, in, any sport, but also any anything like, oh, the- like, like watching Simone Biles perform to me is like watching some of the real greats in other disciplines. Like, like when you watch, a, if you ever had the chance to see Aretha Franklin sing, I mean, it's like, it was effortless. Like she just went out there and like opened her pipes and blew everyone else away and looked like it wasn't hard at all. And watching Simone Biles compete at her level is, is sort of the same thing. It's like, she just makes it look effortless, you know, which of course, belies the the thousands of hours of training and discipline and mental toughness that it takes to get there. But when someone actually does that and gets there and and can be in that zone and you get to watch, it's almost a privilege. Yeah, and a good uh, tweet from the Tokyo Olympics too after performance says Simone Biles spends more time in the air than on the ground, which I wonder. I wonder if they have some cool stat like how how I know right? They they preceded that with fact, and I was like, is that really a fact, or are we just is are we just saying things yeah that would be cool she's really cool to watch and when we put that on you know over the weekend it was get that little olympic feel you know you can just be sucked right in easily and you don't watch gymnastics for years you know you no, and then i sat it. there for two hours happily yeah. yeah yeah last bit of news for us holly every week we've got an update on olivia Here we go olivia moultrie it looks like she's going to sign a contract with the portland thorns after the thorns traded for her rights with the OL Reign, which is another question I have. So the basics is Olivia Moultrie, 15 years old. She's in the process of signing a contract now with the Thorns. They acquired her rights from the Reign. Um, Moultrie was claimed in the discovery process by the Reign on Friday last week and was mm-hmm. traded to the Thorns over the weekend for a third-round pick, sources have said. Moultrie has been training with the Thorns for the past two years since she turned pro and signed with Nike when she was 13. So... And there's this whole legal battle going on. Right. So right since now. we left it last week, the um, the the judge had, had granted a temporary restraining order. The NWSL had protested it. The missing piece here is that the judge had a call with two attorneys, you know, in the days following that. And they came to an agreement which allowed this discovery to go forward. Yes. Which is a good thing you bring up discovery because I don't know... I don't know how the, the discovery process works. I'm just going to admit right now, like, the, and they, they're they not clear with it. I've heard actually a lot of, or a few journalists talk about how the discovery process is actually kind of random of how, of how teams get priority, you know, and how it all works. So I don't understand how Portland could be working with her for years. Like we're going to sign her, we're going to sign her, but then the rain gets the jump on the discovery process. Like, is that a failure from the Portland Thorns? Perhaps I what I was reading is it said once the discovery process was green lit, it was first come first serve. Who, who come could on, her what are you doing? But who gets? How do you get so, that? Does everyone get the text message and it's like based on your service? 
I don't right? understand. Yeah. It's so like the thorns have been on, on the forefront of this. And then the rain ends up with an extra third round pick or whatever it is. And uh, what pick is it? Sorry. Yeah. Pardon me. Yeah. And yeah. It's because they jumped on it. Right. I wish this is one thing the NWSL really, it would help with fantasy leagues. It would help with reporting on the league. Fan base growing. Yeah. If you could just be more transparent with how this all works with salaries and discovery processes and processes, processes. What is it? Processes. I think that's depending on regional. Okay, great. <laughs> Where you grow cool. up, how you say it. Schedule. So just let us know because we're kind of just wondering along with everyone else and we just read, oh, the discovery process. Cool. The rain jumped on it. But I'm happy for Olivia Moultrie. This is great. Like, um, let's see what happens. Um, it sounds like she, this sounds like more and more she could see the field here soon. Yeah. So we'll see what, uh, you know, at least be on the bench and get some minutes. So, yeah, that's good stuff. Okay, quickly, um, no injury updates this week. I'm not even touching this with the lack of information that's out there, especially during an off week. Like, we saw people get banged up this week, but there's no official reports of the NWSL except from the last I checked was June 1st. But let's check here again. Oh, not June 5th, right before last week's games. Yep, June 5th was the last time they updated it. I'm not going to touch that this week. And then, quickly, there's a lot of training, a lot of signings and you yeah, know, this, this week. This so, is making my head spin. Well, we're seeing the international window coming up, and we're seeing the Olympics coming up. And so, uh, pardon me if I screw up some names here. I, you know, um, I believe, um, I know it's uh, Gaten Tine joins Gotham on loan from Paris FC. Uh, Tine has been on, been playing with uh, France and Paris FC for years, especially with the uh, French national team. She's a veteran midfielder. She's on loan from Paris FC, so she's going to join Gotham. That's big because Gotham's could be losing Purse and Lloyd, you know, and they're losing, I think, Anamanu, I believe, to the, yeah, I believe, or I believe they're losing Anamanu as well. Oh, you're giving me Wait, a confused face. How are they face. losing Anamanu? Let me look. She's not called up. You give me a confused face. Yeah. Uh, someone got uh, called for the one of the national teams, either Anamanu or Cujo. Really? Yes. I missed that. Yeah. Can you look that up real quick, please? Okay. Um, but also, I mean, while we're talking about it, there, Gotham is missing Sheridan, which doesn't impact midfielders or forwards, but also Vienne for Canada. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the OL Reign are re-signing Alana Cook um, through the 2023 season. The agreement with Paris Saint-Germain on a permanent transfer of the player. So that's cool to see her back. So PSG's done with her. The Thorns signed midfielder Yasmeen Ryan and defender Hannah Bedford. Portland Thorns uh, announced that the club has signed those two draft picks. Um, Ryan was the sixth pick in the draft. Uh, has signed a three-year contract with an option, while Bedford was the 37th pick in the 2021 draft. Has signed a one-year contract with an option. The Dash, a couple of Dash moves here. Dash acquire forward Maria Sanchez on short-term loan from Liga MX champion Tigres UANL. Feminil <laughs> agreement. Um, the agreement is she'll join the dash on loan through the month of June. Um, and last Monday, by the way, Sanchez helped the uh, help Tigres bring a second league title uh, when they became 2021 Liga MX champions on May 31st. That's pretty cool. And the dash also signed Andrea uh, Hawk's daughter one year contract through the 2021 season. Um, she was she spent a year in Iceland playing and then uh and la Havre, which we're familiar with ac from the division one feminine in france the um 
the Iceland native began a professional career in Europe. And so, but she played here in the States in South Florida. Another Gotham signing, uh, Brianna Pinto, two-year contract. She played uh, North Carolina. She was uh, a Mac Herman trophy finalist, and um, she signed to a two-year contract. Uh, she was selected third overall by Gotham FC in the draft this past January. And the last one here is, um, pardon me, this was uh, just, Nadia Nadim. just added. Oh, yeah, that's the big one. Yeah. Um, yeah, if my internet wants to work, Nadia Nadim. No, I, I, I got it. Go I can roll it. with this. Go this is going to be super great. Um for Racing Louisville, you know, she's a forward. She was playing with Paris Saint-Germain. It's the first time they beat Lyon in in many years in the Division One Feminine. She just clinched that title last week, helped her team to that with 10 goals and four assists on the season. Um, and she's signed, she's not on loan, she's coming to, to racing. <clears throat> Excuse me, and and uh, her contract runs through twenty twenty three. So, um, she's previously played in the NWSL, but I think it's going to be really exciting to have her back. And also, this is just a really, you know, she's just a really uh, cool and interesting person. One of the things I was reading about her is that she's uh, one semester away from her medical degree, and uh, that's her 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 next thing after Fall she she yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to med school as a plan B. No, uh, but uh, you know when when she decides that she's uh, no longer you know pursuing her career as a, a footballer, she's gonna be a doctor, which that's pretty cool. Any of these signings stick out to you? Like you're most excited? I know that I'm excited to see Alana Cook back with the rain, um, but the rain it's like a it's like we're just rinse and repeat every week. Like we talk about like how much the rain is doing and I have no idea what they're, you know, I have no idea what they're, what they're building. So at, on yeah. a fantasy perspective of all these players, fantasy wise, I mean, some of these moves, like I think Tina could be really good because she's been around forever. She's a veteran presence. And if Tina can play alongside all those talented forwards, um, on Gotham, maybe that'll get their offense punched, you know, and then you got like Monahan who's going to stick around. So, Sure. I mean, I, I, you know, I can see some of these I can see like uh, the dash, you know, getting a, a short term, you know, loan in, in Sanchez and then, you know, signing a midfielder. So they have someone to, That's you know, huge. back up daily and Mew is when they lose them for international they're terrible play. When they're gone. But, but yeah, yeah. But, the, but Gotham, I'm not quite getting, I mean, they have so many uh, offensive weapons already that are just not gelling. Um, and they've just added two more. So I'm not really sure, you know, are they thinking about releasing or trading some of these other people and they're really just trying to find the right mix? Um, but, you know, it's it's like they already have too many, like they already have a, a problem of multitudes and now they have two more. And so I'm, I'm a little like, okay, yeah, you got to shore up the, the holes that person Lloyd and uh, Vienna are going to leave in the international break, but then what are you going to do when they all come back? I'm not sure about this. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's more question marks. Yeah. Cause you don't know what these teams are trying to build and you don't know what they're going to look like. Yeah. But I mean, we're, we're you know, like I feel like we're, uh, we're like a month into the season and it's really, I mean, maybe this is just new for me because this is a, I'm not used to this longer season pace, but I just really feel like everyone's still trying to figure it out. And I'm surprised by that. I feel like people should be, settling into well, it's different thing now it's different because you're getting the super season with right olympics yeah. 
I know. I just I'm not COVID. used to the pace of soccer. I'm not used to everybody being on loan. Well, that's switching that's teams new too. And coming in and out, and then we're leaving for the international break, and the season is long because you know you and I really dove into this last year when it was only the Challenge Cup and the Fall Series, and they were super short. So yeah, I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Yeah, there's a lot of decisions to be made by these teams, and a lot of things to. Yeah, you got to roll with it here, yeah. and this is brand new. It's brand new territory. Mm-hmm. They're not used to doing this many players on loan. This is uh, this is new for everybody. So yeah. not just us, and not just the fantasy world. Yeah. So, but I guess what I'm saying is my expectations for the pace of the season were yeah. completely off, and now I'm trying oh. to recalibrate. Yeah, it's a, a long haul. You got to just go into it. So it is a long haul. Um, <laughs> Thanks for that platitude. And uh, we're four weeks in, so uh, not quite a quarter of the way. After another week, we will be fantasy wise. But um, we're at a point now where you're four weeks in, and you know your league leaders could be four and zero, three and one, most likely. And if that's how it looks like, and that's how it looks in our league. And then if you're if you're on the you know the bottom, you if if you're zero and four, sorry, um, one and three could be a thing. So you're down there. So you've got to, some decisions to make. So if you're comfortably in the league, maybe you don't. Maybe you just keep writing out your team. But you always can make tweaks. And now you've got two weeks to sit on these players. So, Holly, we're going to do a little keep trader trash. All right, let's do here, it. And we're going to put you on the clock first here. Okay. Uh, I don't have any cool music. Do you want the game show music this week? Um, is, that a little too, is that a little too hype? Like, you know, here we go. No, I really, I want it. G- give me some game show music. Okay. Yes. Every week we got any get some any that. opportunity for me to feel like I'm on the Price Is Right. I'm taking it, taking it. Okay, Holly. Yeah. This is a big one. Keep, All right. Keep trader trash. Kansas City's Amy Rodriguez. Um. I had a thought about this. I love this. Now I forgot it. Oh, this. Um, <laughs> Lasers. Can we start at the end? Hold <laughs> okay, on, hold that's on. so distracting. Hold you gotta, on. You got to break it down. Hold I can't on. even think. You ready? I can't even think. Holly. No, Amy no. Rodriguez. <laughs> I can't. Play at home. I can't with you right Play along now. at home. Our cat's producing the show. Hector's producing. It's um, seriously, seriously. Can you can you pull that down? It's not even loud. I know, but you know how I can't like you know what, multitask. We're gonna turn this off. I don't, for I don't have I don't have the ADD this brain is, like you, where I can wow. take in everything. Let's go. I no, I can't. Opposite. Yeah, you can like hear it all, and I can like if I, if you're playing that music, then I can't think about Amy Rodriguez. Cause I'm thinking about The Price Is Right. <laughs> Sorry, it's it's a morning show. It's a morning show. Um, Amy Rodriguez, I would uh, trash. Why are you trashing Amy Rodriguez? Okay, so I'm on the fence. I don't think she's a, a good trade prospect. I was thinking maybe you keep her because we're losing a lot of top players to the international window, and she's going to be left over. And she's a you know a you know she's a you know, top contender in terms of like best in league player. She's right up there in terms of caliber. However, I just don't think that she has enough support on the Kansas City team to really make a lot of impact in terms of fantasy points. And so even facing, you know, teams with weakened rosters, um, I just, I don't have my eye on her. So trash. Okay. Uh, Gotham goalkeeper, Kaylin Sheridan. Kaylin Sheridan. um, Keep. I know because, I mean, you are losing her for the international window, so I would say only keep if you can stash her uh, because you will need another goalie there. But if you have her and you you can stash her, keep because she's on fire um, and she's going to continue to be on fire uh, for the rest of the year. Okay, this is our Gotham streak here. Keep, trade, or trash Carly Lloyd. 
trade. Here's why. Uh, one, you're going to lose her for the international window. Two, Gotham has not figured out their offense. And so Carly Lloyd is, you know, international elite player, not producing right now. And I don't think that's on her. I think that's because she's not in a situation that plays to her strengths. And until Gotham figures that out, she's not going to really produce that much. But because she is such a big brand name and because she's decently producing in terms of fantasy points consistently, I think that you could trade her because she's attractive because she's an elite player. Okay, her teammate, Midge Purse. Same story. Midge Purse is playing amazing soccer right now. I would trade her for exactly the same reasons. The offense is not gelling, but she is a marquee level player. I think you could get something for her because someone's going to want to have Midge Purse, especially if they need offense. But I wouldn't keep her because, again, because uh, Gotham really doesn't have it dialed in yet I mean sometimes she ends up playing you know we saw a couple weeks ago that she ended up playing defense because they were down and outside back and she went back there and you know do you really are you going to start two defenders Uh, you know I don't know okay all right are we going to give you the music there we go Jared gets the music could, could think and talk at the same time all right uh Jared so you like hosting Sam Muse. Sam Mewis of the North Carolina Courage. Keep uh, trade or trash. I'm keeping. I know they're switching her up position wise right now, but I'm keeping her. Uh, just so everyone knows that we're playing at we're playing this. We didn't take any of the players on our current roster, so we're not tipping our hand uh, to the rest of the league. We actually took people that are on two other opposing teams. So uh, take the information as you uh, as you wish, uh, teams in our league. Uh, Sam Mewis, no, I'm, I'm keeping her because she's too valuable to that team. We saw when she plays in her real position, what is that, usually a 10 or a 6? Well, they moved her back to the 6, yeah. so they put her defensive midfield instead of attacking midfield. No, no, midfield. no, attacking mid, you gotta keep, and they're gonna they're gonna do that. They know how, yeah. they know where they play best. They're, they look like shit this past week against Chicago. They didn't get a lot of opportunities. We saw Dabini and Lynn Williams and Jess, and no one had good numbers. So I'm keeping her because I'm confident that the team will Carolina is one of the best run teams. I'm not getting rid of anyone in Carolina. And I'm not trading her either because there's no trade value right now because she hasn't done anything. All right. Noted. Uh, Crystal Dunn. Crystal Dunn, I am trading. Because if you look at the uh, the stats, she might not have even been drafted. But then recently, she had a huge week, uh, two, week two weeks ago in the league. And then this week, she had another decent week compared because it was a down week not a lot of goals are scored uh she scored i believe 10 points yep. in our league so that's still serviceable but she's a huge name but she's never going to be the offensive juggernaut that people think that they say she's going to be for years she's just really talented as a mid and she does everything you know she did i lose my music um so uh <laughs> She's a huge name, but I think coming off two weeks in a row where she's scored a lot of points, I think she's got name value. And if you offered up Crystal Dunn to someone right now, I think someone would bite. All right. Excellent. Shea Groom. Oh, man. I do love her. She really, like, went. Who'd she go at this past week in goal? The goalie. Uh, Harris? No. No. Um, Oh, no. It's going to bother me. I got to look it up. Did they play? Houston, they played uh, somebody. Oh, God. Kansas City, maybe? No, I don't know who the hell they played. No. We're yes, so good. We, maybe. Know our, we know our soccer. Hold on. I'll look right now. I got you know, it. With the music. All right. Yeah, they play Kansas City. Yeah. So, um, Shea Groom, tough one here. Let's go through what she's done this year. 
Uh, week one, two points. Week two, 14. Week Smith. three, Abby yeah. Smith. Week three, 19. Uh, that was a two game week. And then this week, back down to five. Um, it's weird. When she doesn't have her players yeah. around her, she. The, t- the whole team's terrible. And yeah. they did make a bunch of signings. But Shea Groom, I am. She's got. I don't think she's got much trade value right now. I'm not trashing her either. I'm keeping her because of the value during the international window with the Olympics. Really, so, even though she did not perform when her in the last international window. Eh. I'm, nah. I'm keeping her. All right. I'm keeping her because, like, when when you when you're down when you're when we're thin as a league because the the Olympics. Right. You, there's a value. limited number of, of offensive performers. Yeah. Fair point. Okay. Uh, Sophie Schmidt also with the dash. Oh my God! I'm trading Sophie Schmidt. Yes. Really? Yes, because gigantic week three with 26 points um and then she left for the canadian window here early so you're still hanging on that 26 point week so you could get somebody in the league there might be a a newbie in your league or someone who maybe you can kind of coax that needs to make a big move and you go hey look sophie schmidt hey 26 points week three yeah she was off this past week but she's rolling I don't know if they're going to look at week one and two where she had three and four points, but I still think coming off the big week, last week was the better week to do it, but uh, she's not going to put up huge numbers every week in that one big week, so maybe you wait for her to put up another big week, so it's a keep, and then once she puts up a big number, then trade, but right now, I still think you can trade her for something because of the big week she had in week three. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think you know you can make the argument that she's a fairly consistent performer for someone who needs to shore up their offensive block. Yeah. So right now, I think she's she's valued appropriately in leagues. Like she's uh, most people who play know what she's going to give you every week. But so I want to talk about who's undervalued and who's overvalued in the league. So Holly, do you have a, a player for each for each one of these categories? You will be shocked by this, uh, but I could not pick one. Of course, I know. I see your list now. So I have three, <laughs> three for undervalued. Um, so I think. At least in our league, I mean, we've been throwing a lot of shade on the Red Stars consistently, uh, but Chicago has been waking up, and Kalia Watt has been scoring twelve points each, twelve fantasy points each game she's played for the last couple of weeks. And so, if you haven't been looking at Chicago, they're starting to gel. You know, twelve points is not a superstar score, but if you if you have an offensive player that gets you double digits every week instead of single digits. That's solid performance. Uh, another person that I think, you know, people don't talk about necessarily yet in that elite level is Ashley Sanchez uh, for the Washington Spirit. I mean, you, we know I love her. I talk about her a lot because even though she's not, uh, you know, scoring a lot of marquee goals, she's been double digits for me every week except week one. The last person that I have my eye on is uh, Ifiyamo Onomonu, which, uh, by the way, I could not find anything about anybody else getting called up to the the national team. She got called up for the Nigerian national team. She's playing in this in the summer series against USA. Ooh. All right. <laughs> so scratch that okay. because she's not going to be starting during the international window. Yeah, but no one is. Well, I was thinking she's that she's going to be in the Nigeria didn't make the Olympics, so no one's she's not missing time. Oh my god! All yeah, right, it's it's the morning. Uh, yeah, I don't even have. Yeah. Okay. 
Anyway, I had to give it to you. When that team loses players (laughs) to the Canadian and the American national team for the Olympics, she's going to be starting, and she's a very fiery offensive player. Oh, no. So. Did that Price is Right thing bum me out? Yeah. No. You're okay. I think that's a good pick for the undervalued. I know, but I just, I don't know. Everyone, we're recovering here, okay? (laughs) It's an off week. (laughs) Literally and figuratively. Okay, so who's overvalued? Overvalued is 80 French. No, no surprise reaction for that. I thought you'd be like, oh. No, because you I. Gotta, come on, you got to give me something here. Can I, I just monologue? Wow. Oh, I no. was just about to start talking <laughs> to the person who likes to think for a minute and go <laughs> on the air. Um, no, French is, is definitely, I don't know if she's overvalued, but she's, I, I treat goalies, I'm a streamer. I know that not really. I've had two goalies on my roster sitting. Yeah, it's stuck. But I give my streamers every week. and But you don't want to drop. That's what you have. You do not want to drop a person who's as talented as that because there will be games where she, she... If you always have the chance for a clean sheet, you're always valued. So if you look at her... You yeah, look, yes. I mean, yes, she's Look at her, amazing. 10, and 4, yes, 16, 8. Yeah, that, yeah, but... She's still a top... If you're in a four-team league... She's amazing. She's a top four goalie. She is not because... The Portland defense is so good that she's not getting enough saves to really be in the top scoring. You know, so I you think, trade her. Yeah, if you had also her. because she's leaving for the international international break, likely. Okay. okay. So yeah. I mean, I just think that you can get more points incrementally with yeah. another goalie. I think she's overvalued. Okay. All right, Jared, you go. Uh, no surprises here. Undervalued. I think we finally have to say it. Ashley Hatch, the Hatch attack. She's scored in every thing. other game. It's a thing. Let's stop she's, trying to make Hatch a she, thing. She's scored in every other game this season. She's averaging more than a shot on goal every game. And then her fancy points are 13, 8, 18, 18. She is second in the league in goal scored, just behind Alex Morgan. She got three goals scored. She's finally finishing. And with Rodman and Sanchez, I, I, this offense looks way better than it did in the Challenge Cup last year. Way better than it did in the begin the 2021 Challenge Cup. They are clicking and they're getting chances. And it's one of the best defenses in the, in the league because you've got O'Hara and you've got Bledsoe and you've got Huster back there. You got and uh, they're they're really starting to impress. And if I look at the standings right now in the league, I don't think anyone thought Washington Spirit third in the league, and they're just hanging tough. And they're um, it's funny their goal differential is actually zero. But they um, they've still scored five goals, which compared to Gotham, who's right behind them, they just, scored two. So I and they only had five goals against. So my point is, they're not just defense anymore. They're finally finishing. That's our biggest complaint: was she wasn't finishing. I think she is undervalued because people still don't look at her as a guaranteed week to week start, and she is <laughs> guaranteed. Unlike the person I'm going to mention now uh, on my team is uh, Amy Rodriguez. We talked about her earlier. I love Amy Rodriguez. I love watching her play. Uber competitive. But she's she's looked at as an elite player. She's an elite player in the league, but she's not an elite fantasy player. So she just doesn't get enough opportunities from week to week. She had six points, 11 points, nine points, and six. And unfortunately, I didn't play her the week she had 11. So I'm starting to regret that all the time and start her no matter what. But I'm at a point with Amy Rodriguez where... I don't know. It's either a stash or trade, but I don't think there's any trade value there. So you have to really start thinking if you're have Amy Rodriguez and you are in trouble with your record, 
you got to start making moves and you, you don't win games unless you make bold moves. So I think she's overvalued just but because of the name. Do you wait until after the international window to see how she does when, you know, when sure. Kansas faces less competition? Sure. Sit on it. But I mean, like, you know, the Olympics aren't for another month. So you're asking me to sit on that for another five weeks. Fair. So uh, yeah. I don't know what the hell's going to happen there. I don't know. Make some moves. Yeah. All right. So uh, speaking of the international window, uh, we've got the international window coming up. Which forward slash midfielder will underperform and get the boot and not miss NWSL time? Yeah, um, that's a great one. Because I'm looking at it, and right now they have six mids and six forwards on the friendlies roster. And, you know, I don't think that Macario will make the team. And Really? I, no, I don't. Um, I think you'd rather have someone like Mewis Christie, that is, on the team, and Sullivan as mids and forwards. Sophia Smith is on the edge, and um, Tobin Heath's on the edge. She's back there practicing. There's some video because she's only on the practice squad. But I want to see who... It's going to be obvious during the friendlies, like if someone doesn't play a lot of minutes, like if Christy Mewis just isn't out there or if she's not performing or if Sophia Smith's can't perform and she's not getting minutes, you're going to know who Vladko is really thinking. And you go, okay, fantasy wise, I'm going to, I have Sophia Smith. Like I, part of me hopes she, she doesn't make the team. You know, I got Christy Mewis. I want to selfishly keep her for fantasy, but oh, I want I to see the win. Working. You drafted I'll, all the people on the bubble. Yeah, there's some bubble players. So I really want to see how these, and then these veterans like Carly Lloyd, Megan Rapino, like, is there a chance? Is there even a chance they don't make the Olympic squad? There's so many talented people. Like, who do you cut? And I, I, to me, the obvious names that usually are on, the, on, the, on this team are Macario, Mewis, Sophia Smith, um, Lynn Williams occasionally. Yeah, I think she's on the bubble, so, even though Vlaco loves her. Yeah, because she so, just. Yeah, yeah. And then you have the Ertz and Tobin Heath thing, who aren't even taking up a roster spot right now. So it's crazy. It's crazy, and uh, it's it's going to be fun. So you got to keep an eye on that. It's going to be fun. So watch those games. They start Thursday this week, and they run through next week, I believe, on like Wednesday or something like that. You know. <laughs> you know. Just us with the super vague information. Yeah. Yeah. Do we great. still have it? <laughs> got something. This is live. Right. There's games. There we go. Intense. Portugal and then Sunday against Jamaica and then Wednesday <laughs> against Nigeria. So it's Thursday through Wednesday. There you go. So watch all those games and then all your players should be back. And then they have a small window, July 1st and July 5th, where they play Mexico and back-to-backs. So they probably will miss some NWSL time there too. So keep an eye on these international games. Uh, that's it. No games this week and no gripes uh, for Jared this week. Actually, I do have a gripe. NWSL, please fix your stat page. It sucks. Yeah. I'm gonna be. I've been really nice about it for two weeks, and now I'm turning into a curmudgeon because your stats aren't correct. We have an Excel yeah. sheet at home that has a more accurate stat page than your app and website, and you run the league. Please help us and help fantasy leagues around the nation and the world get correct numbers. I emailed them nicely. I tweeted them nicely. Crickets from the league. Yeah, It's an off week. I'm hoping that the, whoever ch the one guy who checks the emails... Goes, I, I'm sure there's a person who's at, you know, uh, one of those tech... 
training incubators who's learning SQL or Python or whatever it is that you use for your data queries who would love to fix this program for you and get some actual work credit for it and maybe even do it for free. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm predicting 3-0 for the U.S. during this uh, next streak. What do you think? I think that's fair. Great. All right. Cool. Well, until next week. 